0: insurance town. I'm the mayor, Heath Sharon, and the host of this podcast. Guys, I'm super pumped today to bring my guest on. Several months back, I met him on the agency intelligence mastermind group. Shout out to my boy, Jason Cass. And, you know, back to my show, what I got going on. So he was on this, giving a presentation for a company that he had started up called Canopy Connect. And I really thought this was some good stuff. And I thought, back then, I need to get to know this guy. So he and I have become friends over the last four or five months. And I've introduced him to some friends of mine here in Arkansas. And several of them have signed up and love what he's got going on. So I wanted to bring him on the podcast introduce him to you. And he's uh, released some really cool stuff at the end of the podcast he tells us about. So hang on with us till the end. And you'll hear what he's got going on. And we've got some other cool stuff we're going to do with our Facebook page. So if you haven't liked our Facebook page at Insurance Town Podcast, go do that. Like the business page so you can get the updates on that. And while you're at it, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you haven't. So you can get those updates too. And um, anyhow, so without further ado, I cannot wait for you to hear my conversation with my main man, Tolga Tazell. Toga Tazale, to how you doing, my man? Doing well, Heath. How are you? Man, I am good. I'm doing real well. So I just, uh, I'm so glad you came on the the show with me today. It means a lot to me. Uh, how's your world treating you?
1: Oh, it's been good. You know, uh, busy but but great. Can't complain too much. I think that's everybody right now. It's funny how COVID did that. We thought it would slow us down,
0: but actually, so many people are more busy now than they were before.
1: Yeah, definitely. I, I you know I think there was in, in early March. I remember it, like. Uh, there was kind of a period of uncertainty um, amongst the insurance agencies that I was talking with. And then pretty quickly after that, it seems like it seemed like things picked up again and and it's been full steam ahead since then.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And that's how it was. We were all kind of freaked out for a minute, but now, you know, we're settling into it. I think it's a different ballgame. So before we get too much in the weeds and get to talking insurance, I want uh, my audience to get to know you, so uh, let's take a walk down memory lane, and do not
1: you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure, yeah, I'm, I'm Tolga. I'm a Canadian. Grew up in Canada. Um, you know, went to the University of Waterloo growing up, and uh, started working for startups uh, while I was doing my degree there. And um, you know, I was, I was actually working at a startup while I was finishing up my degree, and um, a little bit after I graduated, we got acquired by Dropbox, which is what brought me to California, and uh, and spent most of the rest of my career since then over there. Um, you know, at Dropbox, built a lot of their early infrastructure, and after a few years, the company had grown quite a bit, and and I felt like I wanted to use you know the skills that I developed to you know do something that had a tangible like positive impact for society. So ended up leaving and, uh, and joining this um, smaller startup that um, was helping immigrants and newcomers um, getting to get fair access to loans, mortgages, credit cards, and so on using their international data. And that even applies to, to people who, you know, who, expats who left the United States and came back after a few years. Um, you know, they, they weren't able to get you know, loans or mortgages and so on. And uh, so, you know, we were building uh, a consumer consent-driven data model that was allowing individuals to, you know, give their consent for us to pull international information about them and then pull that in and allow them to unlock better terms on credit cards, loans, mortgages, and so on and get that apartment that they wanted to get or get that credit card that they wanted to get. And, so what kind of um, data
0: do they have to pull for that? What, what, what were you looking for during yeah. that What was that company looking for to help aid them in that credit card process?
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was um, integrating with foreign credit bureaus. So let's say, you know, you you leave the United States, you go live in another country like, like the UK for a few years, you're gonna start to accumulate credit history in that new country. And then when you move back after a few years to the United States, um, if you're out of the country for a while, you know you're going to have to start from scratch again, and that shouldn't be the case because in other countries you're still, you know, paying your credit cards or you know, do, paying your bills, doing your thing in in that other country. And so what we were doing is essentially pulling in that information and allowing you to, you know, either have a credit score where where you wouldn't have one at all, or 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 to boost it. And so that that's what we were doing, and um and that was a really sort of inspirational thing for me because it showed me that there's a lot of really valuable information about all of us that exists on the internet somewhere. And we can use that information to unlock better outcomes for ourselves. And, uh, and that's eventually what led into what I'm doing now. Um, So you know, I I eventually ended up leaving that startup to start my own company around open data. and, And that's what I'm doing today at Canopy Connect. So I started exploring, you know, what other areas are there where there's critical information about us locked away somewhere that we can unlock for our own value and convenience. And I, you know, from there, I kind of accidentally stumbled back into the insurance space. I'd worked in the insurance industry like a long time ago, but I came back to it through exploring this theme and really, really all started through talking with A friend's mom who had opened an insurance agency of her own and she was telling me you know how difficult it was to get people's information and when I was looking at the information that she was asking about them you know things like VIN numbers annual mileage premiums limits deductibles these are really hard to answer questions a lot most people don't know that those answers off the top of their head but all of that information exists online and because you have these rights as a consumer and you, and, you know, we can unlock that data for you and allow you to use it to, you know, either get a policy review or to verify your insurance so that you can, uh, you know, you, you can instantly close on a mortgage or, you know, even if you're, it, it, let's say you're an Uber driver or, you know, working for one of these companies like DoorDash, Postmates, um, you know, there's a lot of companies like this today where people are being employed and using their personal vehicles for work all of those companies require verification of auto insurance. And so there's, and that entire process is completely broken. But all that information, you know, verifying your auto insurance, verifying your homeowner's insurance, and all the other types of insurance you have, all that information is available online, but nobody had actually built the infrastructure that allowed individuals to unlock that information for their own convenience. And so recognizing that gap is what led me into starting Canopy Connect.
0: And you you mentioned open data and so for me um i'm not sure exactly i know data that's a big buzzword right now in the industry and i understand i've heard data but what what do you mean exactly about open data what does that, that consist of um teach me a little
1: bit yeah i mean so it, it applies to really all industries because you're seeing you're seeing these shifts happen in all industries now um that's it started with industry if you look at the you know the banking industry and a lot of the stuff that's happening in FinTech and even healthcare, um, there's a lot of these companies that are popping up that are helping information to be moved from one place to another through consumers consenting to that happening. And. Um, and so, and and regulators have already created regulations around a lot of this stuff. And then, you know, other industries have adopted it much more quickly. Insurance has kind of always traditionally lagged a lot of these industries. It's a pretty, you know, traditionally old school type of industry. Um, but you're seeing regulators now talking about things like open utilities, open telecom, even open travel. And what, what a lot of it that kind of means is really that, you know, there's a lot of this data that's locked away about each and every one of us. And open data is really about allowing that data to move around, um, but doing so in a way that puts the consumer in the middle of that. So they are in control of how the data is used can you know, when they want to share it with somebody, they need to be providing their consent to do that. It shouldn't just move around without them consenting to that happening. Uh, and similarly, you know, if they want to revoke it, they want to you know, like, say, I don't want you to have my data anymore. They should be able to do that instantly. That shouldn't be a painful process. And so, you know, when I think about open data, those are the things that, that I'm thinking about, but it is a huge term. So there's a lot of different ways you could kind of talk about it, I think.
0: Yeah. And I'm fascinated with, you know, again, we've been behind so many industries as, as the insurance industry. And now that it's come to light and there's more agencies hearing about data and using data, what, what types of data and what, type, what advice, I guess, could you give to an agent out there listening?
1: Definitely take a look at your, your online forms and your onboarding experience and try to walk through it yourself. I think, I think if people walk through their own onboarding experience more often, they might notice that it's quite painful in a lot of points that you might not really perceive once you actually go through it. But when you do, you'll probably notice like, oh my God, it's like hard to, what's my VIN number again? You know, what's, what's, uh, what's you know, my, my claims history or these other things. And definitely I would say explore ways that you can pull in third-party information such that you're making your experience easier for your prospects. If you make your process easier, you will get more business because the, you know, some other agency across the way, if, they, if they're providing a much better experience in terms of onboarding, they 're going to you know win a lot more business, so you know if I was starting an agency today, I would definitely take a look around and and ask myself what are ways that I can make my onboarding experience as seamless and smooth as possible, um, using things like third party information collection, you know things like zoom or, or other ways of connecting with your customer more seamlessly. Um, there's certainly a lot more that can be done by a lot of agencies. And I'd say the other thing that I would look at too, because I, I talk with a lot of agencies and most of them don't have success with you know, buying leads, is start to build up your online presence. It really pays dividends in the long run. You, know, you build up your Facebook, your Yelp, you know, your Google ratings. If you look at agencies that have built all that up, they get a lot of business online and it really pays dividends in the long run, but it is an investment that you kind of have to show up every day and you know, produce content and, um, and interact with, with people on those platforms. As you build that out, it really starts, it's, it's like a compounding effect, um, because you know, over time you eventually start building up traffic and then people refer one another and you kind of get this really nice loop going, but it does take a while to get going. Um, So I think those are some things that I would kind of think about. Okay.
0: Uh, So uh, talk to me before we get into what you're doing. I've heard you mention it. and Now the audience is thinking, what has this guy got? You know, I want to hear about what he's doing. So before we get into that, I'm fascinated um, because I know you're in your 20s and you've started up this company and you've got this entrepreneurial spirit about you. I've talked to you probably a hundred times now. And we've done some Zoom calls together. We've even done some group meetings with agencies and watching the way you work and the way you care and your passion and uh, just that entrepreneurial spirit, as I mentioned earlier, what, what drives you in that? What do you think that came from?
1: Um, you know, I think, I think one thing that I've really kind of taken to heart is this concept of if you provide value to the world by helping people in some way or another, good things come back to you. You know, and maybe that's another way of kind of like framing karma or something like that. But that, you know, that's definitely something that I, I really feel strongly about. And so I, I've always wanted to start a company. I'm not totally sure what the, you know, the the underlying driver for that was. Um, I don't know. I mean I, I love building things. I love I love it when, you know, I build something for a customer and they're delighted by it. That's that's the thing that makes me the happiest. Um, And I just love that creation process, but not only the creation process, also just exploring things with our customers. You know, I spent a lot of 2019, uh, you know, talking with customers every single day. You know, this was when, you know, when we were starting out building what eventually became Canopy Connect. You know, I was talking with insurance agencies every day. You know, started just by asking them like what their problems were, Um, and that's by the way, if you're if you're looking to start a company and you don't know where to start just start talking with people, get them on the phone and ask them, what are your biggest problems? What are your biggest challenges? That's the best, I would say the best place to start. Um, You know, you'll, you'll hear as you do a lot of those kind of calls, you'll hear things in common and then that that's what can kick off an idea. But yeah, I mean, to answer your question, Heath, um, I don't know. I mean, I've always loved building things and uh, you know, my, my entire family, they're all, they're all basically all engineers. And so I always knew I was going to be an engineer and uh, and I've always loved building things. And then kind of one of the natural things when you love building things is to you know, build something of your own and try to make it into a, into a company. Um, and so I think I think that's something that I've always wanted to do. And then, you know, took took the leap um, early last year. Totally. As
0: you were talking to agency owners and talking to agents, people in the insurance industry and you said you were asking questions and you were you know collecting data so to speak what was that common theme that kept coming through that you kept hearing the problem you decided i'm going to solve this problem what was that for you
1: yeah you know um there's certainly a lot of them there's not just one problem for sure uh I, i think in general you're starting to see this wave of investment in insurance technologies but it's still quite small compared to the you know, fintech revolution we're kind of going through right now. Um, so if you go around, you talk to agency owners, what are, you ask them what their problems are, they will happily give you a whole laundry list and there's definitely a lot to do in the industry. But the thing that, the thing that I felt that we could solve and that you know, I was well positioned to solve given my experience prior to this um, and the thing that kept coming up was collecting information. Um, a lot of the reason why, I mean, all of us can kind of identify with this thing that even if you work in the insurance industry, this is probably not going to be like a controversial statement. Almost everything to do with insurance is painful for everybody involved, not just the insured, but also, you know, the agency owner or the staff member that's working the, the account. And a lot of that difficulty comes down to um, information not being being accessible and not being plugged into where it needs to be plugged in, as we solve that information gap, a lot of things will become much more seamless and fluid and feel a lot more personalized and proactive and so the thing that kept coming up a lot was collecting information and you know the I've heard this phrase literally dozens and dozens of times this exact phrase they 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 use the same words a lot um, to call they call like I hear this from agency owners all the time they'll say Collecting information like declarations, pages, and things like that. They say it's a teeth pulling process. I've literally heard those that exact phrase dozens and dozens of times at this point. I don't know why teeth pulling is the analogy, but it kind of <laughs> because idea. nobody
0: likes the dentist.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so.
0: Um, <laughs> you know, nobody likes going to the
1: dentist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But they got it right, and, and it's the same right. kind of thing here, where you know getting information like declarations pages is a great example because if you go and ask somebody, hey, can, can you give me a copy of your declarations pages? The first thing they are probably come back to you is be like, what is a declarations page? I don't know what that is. They might give right. you an auto, "Hey, Hey, do you want this? It's my auto ID card or, you know, um, right. they, they don't know where to get that kind of information. And it's, it's painful because you have to kind of explain it to them and you have to walk them through how to get that over to you. Um, it typically won't come come back to you in the format that you want. And so even when people are highly incentivized, you you take a look at the mortgage closing process, for instance. That's a process where individuals are extremely incentivized to close on the mortgage because they want to move into their new home. And, you know, when I talk with mortgage lenders, they tell me it takes at least a few days, typically a week or so to get verification of insurance information because the the insured, you know, the person who's borrowing for the loan, they don't know what a deck page is. They don't know where to get it. Um, and so typically, you know, they'll have to get in touch with the agent and then the agent will, you know, take a few days to get the information. But all of this stuff is happening over phone calls and email back and forth. And um, and so even in this process where people are really trying to close a loan and move into their home, they're still struggling with getting this information. And it just doesn't need to be that way because all that information is available. We, you know, there just needed to be the infrastructure in place that allowed the individual, to you know provide their informed consent to you know to automatically fetch that information and instantly and securely get it to where it needs to go, um, and the rest is just a technology problem, and that's a solvable problem so um, you know i think I think a lot of a lot of the problems that we're seeing have to do with how difficult it is to get that information. Once you have the information, then you can focus your process more on building a relationship with the customer, understanding them better. But you don't need to spend that time on collecting all that hard to get information, because that just takes away from you building that relationship with the customer. And all of the insurance agency owners that we talk to, you know, that's what they really want to do is build a relationship with their customer.
0: Right. And you know, it's something that I've always preached and I've heard, I know you've heard me say it as well, is this is a relationship business and it always will be. And sometimes you can hurt that relationship at the very beginning by getting so intrusive and asking them. And I remember back when, you know, a lot of agencies, I mean, a lot of carriers were requiring social security numbers and I would ask, you know, why do you need my social security number? You know, and I have to explain, well, we have to for this, I don't want you running my credit, you know, or it would just cause an issue you know it's not that way as much anymore but it's still a lot of carriers will still want it at some point in the process and so you get pretty intrusive on that or you know they'll they'll lie to you and i had so many if you had any accidents or speeding tickets or any problem no never and then when they run their MVR and you get back to them and they're like oh yeah i forgot about those two tickets <laughs> you know
1: totally yeah t- totally um And yeah, I mean, that kind of comes back to, you know, why, let's, that's, I would say part of the reason why collecting information directly from the individual is harder and more error prone is because, you know, they, they may not want to tell you about a claim that they had, or they might not even legitimately remember. I mean, either way, you don't really know. Yeah. Um, And and so, but that, but that information is available and, um, you know, online. So um, you know, that's something where if they're consenting to their information being pulled, including their MVRs, um, that that should be something that should be able to get over to you. And and ultimately, you know, if if you're dealing with um, an individual who doesn't want to share certain pieces of information about them there, you know, you don't really you can't really force them to do that. But you can provide them the option to seamlessly get that information over to you. And most people really do want to work with you. Because the thing is, like, you know, let's say you're talking with somebody who doesn't want to tell you how much they're paying for their insurance. I mean, that doesn't really change anything about how you quote them, right? I mean, you're gonna, you're gonna offer them the best deal that you can. And, um, and so, you know, a lot, a lot of the, you know, first of all, I would say, you know, when, when you get somebody's consent to pull the information, um, most people want to just make it easy for them and therefore make, and then that results in that being easier for you. Um, but you know, as consumers are actually going to be able to control what information they send over um, and if they want to revoke they can do that they 'll still have that control around their information um, but but yeah i mean c- certainly you you see a lot of people who don 't know what they have or you know can can 't remember that they had you know this did I have a cancelled you know, umbrella policy or something like that um and people typically just don't engage a lot with their insurance. So they, they also just truly do forget some of these things.
0: Yeah. So you heard over and over and over from agents or from agency staff collecting this data and, or, you know, the process of getting a quote was a problem. Mm -hmm. And so what is Canopy Connect? How did you come across and what are you doing? I guess I should say, what are you doing over Canopy Connect and what you invented? How did you come across that process? Walk me through some of that and, um, where you're at now on
1: that. Yeah. So, you know, what, what we do is we're, we, we are the infrastructure that powers best in class insurance experiences. We're not trying to be an agency. We're not trying to be, you know, picking a, a particular business vertical to then, you know, be the, you know, the credit karma for insurance or, a, or, or be a neo carrier or something like that. What what we're interested in is helping businesses solve these problems that are common across the industry. So there's the first one is it's this it's this really pervasive problem across the entire industry, um, even non insurance companies that deal with insurance information have this problem of collecting uh, insurance information. So things like, you know, getting uh, premiums, limits, and deductibles on, your, on the policies or the vehicle information like the VIN number and, and the you know, make and model and year and all that kind of stuff. Or it, or it might be home information, um, driver information, claims, all that kind of stuff. Um, and so what we've done is we've built a one-click uh, procedure that allows an insured to instantly and securely sub- send you a copy of their comprehensive insurance information. And we do that by authenticating them so that we know they are who they say they are and they're actually authenticating, um, you know, through us with the carrier. And then we're pulling all of that information automatically on their behalf and getting that over to you in an instant and secure process. And so so rather than having somebody fill out a really long online form or get on the phone with you where you're doing a question and answer back and forth to collect information or doing that over email, we've reduced that to a one-click process. So, you know, the way it works is, you know, an agency signs up with us. They immediately get their own unique link that they can start sending out to their prospects right away and collecting insurance information as soon as they sign up. Um, And then the prospect is going through our process. It takes about 30 seconds. And then the the agency owner will get an email saying, hey, the information is ready for you to review. And then they're able to see the information across all policy lines. And so so,
0: this one-click... I love that idea because again, path of least resistance, you know? And so if I can get on as a, a, someone getting a quote from my client and I can click one button, so to speak, uh, and then ret- you said from there, they, re- they get an email from Canopy Connect that mm-hmm. gives them all the information that they've, how does that work from there? After you click the button, what happens?
1: Yeah. So when, when, when the prospect clicks the button, you know, we authenticate them so that we know they are who they say they are. And then we're able what we do in the background is we pull all of that information directly from the carrier and other online sources and then we provide that over to the agency so that so the customer so they'll receive declarations pages across all policy lines they'll get driver information like date of birth driver's license um, the names of course uh, policy details like premiums limits and deductibles vehicle and home and uh, any other asset that they have insured, they'll get comprehensive information about each of those. So for a vehicle, you'd get bin number, make, model, year, security features. Uh, for a home, you'd get home information. And we work across the policies lines, so whatever assets and liabilities there are, you'll get comprehensive information about each of those. Um, and then we also get policy documents like declarations pages, verifications of insurance, insurance binders, New business applications and ID cards. Um, so anything
0: and, that the carrier has, anything that their current carrier has that you're going to need, they've got it. You're going to get it from them because, because of what? How? How does that work?
1: Yeah. So you know, it, it's it's because you know we're getting the consumer's consent to pull that information. And so, with their consent and after authenticating them, we know that you know they've given us their consent to pull the information on their behalf and instantly and securely get that over to a specific agency that they want to send that over to um, and then the rest is handled by our infrastructure and so we're you know we're getting that information from the carrier, and we're also going to be pulling in um, additional third party data sources, but we do we do get like virtually about ninety percent of the information that you, it's either 90 or 100 percent, kind of depends um, what other questions you might ask them. But all the information that you need to provi- uh, provide a quote and to underwrite them is, is delivered over to you. Um, you also get things like claims histories. And uh, for, for some carriers, we'll also get things like MVRs and, uh, and 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 you know dri- driving record information. Um, and so, so that-
0: if the policy is up to date and all the information is up to date, then you've got current. Information
1: We get current and also historical as well. So even if they had, you know, an, an inactive policy because they canceled it, you know, it might be that they accidentally left left it to lapse and maybe you actually want to reinstate it because they want to drive their car again or something. And so we, we also get historical information as well.
0: And this is how long the processes take from the time they click the button. Yeah, it, t- it takes
1: about, typically about a minute per policy and it, we actually show it in progress. Um, so uh, we, we give you this dashboard where you can see the information, so you 'll be able to see all of the information as it 's coming through so even while we 're in the process of pulling it and getting that over to you you 'll be able to see the information as it comes in and the The time it takes it 's usually about a minute per policy it does vary carrier to carrier, and it does vary based on how many policies they have like it 'll take longer to pull ten policies uh, than one policy, for instance. And it's the, but it's the same process from the perspective of an insured. So, you know, after they submit through our one click process, they don't even need to know what policies they have or any of the details about them. We handle all of that in the background because at the end of the day, most people actually don't even know what they have. And I, and I, I can say that it, even for people who work in the insurance industry, um, you know, typically don't know all the details right. about what they have because it's hard to, it's hard to remember information and, and you also just don't deal with it on a day-to-day basis. So, of course, you're going to forget. No, I
0: completely agree with you. And I completely understand. And so, you've got relationships with the majority of the big players, right? Mm-hmm. And then on, uh, you got even stuff for like uh, Allstate, State Farm. Some of the captive carriers are all independent carriers or both? or
1: So, we, um, we integrate with over 100 carriers uh, and we add new carriers every single week. Uh, we're probably at about 150 or something like that now, um, we, but yeah, we add new carriers every single week, um, and we also, um, we also have a policy where if one of our customers signs up and they say, hey, I'm seeing this small, you know, Farm Bureau carrier or something that we haven't yet integrated with, we're able to get a new integration up and running within under 72 hours. So we have that policy where, you know, if, if you're dealing with some smaller regional carriers, um, that you're not seeing listed out, we're able to add that really quickly. Okay.
0: And so that's my next question was going to be, if I run it into a small local regional carrier, you can have those up and running same date, or is it going
1: to be a couple of days? Yeah, we so we do it in under 72 hours. Um, oh, it, it that's is great! Lot, yeah, it is, it is actually a lot of work to get those up and running, but we've we've built this platform now to a position where we're able to add new ones pretty quickly because um, you know we we've built a lot of the underlying infrastructure that's needed to bring up new ones pretty quickly. But yeah, I mean we we already cover the vast majority of the market, so you know, m- most people, you know, most prospects or insureds, um, they'll go through one of the top carriers, but yeah, we do have, you know, uh, we, we do add integrations whenever our customers need them. Uh,
0: that's fantastic. Now, one of the questions that's come up on our, our calls uh, before was fascinating. And I wanted you to talk about this if you're comfortable with it. I know you're not in the space right now. However, if they've got a commercial policy with this carrier, well that pool as well.
1: Yeah, that that does vary. So, you know, I, j- I don't want to uh, overpromise and underdeliver here. Well, we sure. No, no, on- I asked. I asked. Yeah.
0: So, good. <laughs> yeah, ahead.
1: we definitely focus on the personal lines. That being said, um, you know, we, we have been able to pull commercial policies in the past because a lot of them do live online as well. But with commercial, the reason why we didn't focus on commercials out of the gate is because with commercial, you just see less volume. There's a lot more volume on the personal lines. But that being said, you know, I think commercial is really interesting because the exact same problem exists in commercial. And so when when commercial policies do live online, we are able to get them. but we we definitely see that less we see i mean our bread and butter is definitely personal lines. I think we would explore commercial lines more heavily in the future, but there's still quite a lot to do on the personal line side so we'll we'll be focusing there for the time being and and expanding to commercial when it makes sense
0: yeah that's another headache for a lot of commercial agents is gathering all that data, especially getting the loss runs and getting you know correct information and it'd be super nice so That'd be something definitely to put on your radar. It's super cool that you could even pull some of that now. I, I found that fascinating. And so now I can tell, you know, my audience right now, I've introduced Tolga to probably what, 12, 13, 14 agents. Yep. And we've had yes. several that have already signed up and that are satisfied. and They're doing well and they've said such good things about it. Um, what are some typical things that you hear, you know, positive about Canopy Connect and what you guys are doing is it just you know the sleekness? Is it the quick response? Is it you know what is it do you hear the most?
1: Yeah, you know it, I, I think I think the biggest thing that I hear is that how quick it was to get all of that information and easy from the perspective of our customers is prospect. Um, and you know when it, when it's an easy and delightful experience for the prospect, that makes our customer look great. You know, like it's like wow, how easy was this for me to get my information over to do something like a policy review or to even like get advice around it or to verify my insurance, you know, when, when they're able to get that information over through our, you know, through our, our platform with that one click experience, it makes the the prospect actually feel delighted. It's like, wow, this was so easy. I didn't even need to get on the phone. I can do it while I'm watching Netflix, you know? And so that experience makes our customers look good and then it also they get so much information that they 're able to win new business that they didn 't even realize that they could win because we work across the policy lines so if they have you know with high net worth individuals for instance, you might see people come through with six or eight or even more policies we 've seen people come in with twelve plus policies and we work across you know auto home boat life umbrella renters condo you know via you know whatever vehicle RV. You know, we're across the policy line, so, and people just simply can't get all of that information over to you in an easier way. So when you're able to get, let's say, eight policies of information with that same process, they're just like, wow, this is so much information. And it also allows them to tailor their pitch to the customer based on how they can actually provide value. So for instance, let's say you have three policies come through, an auto, a home, an umbrella. Maybe you can't beat the auto policy, but if you bundle the three, maybe overall you can actually save them money. And so because you get that full picture on your prospect, it gives you the maximum optionality in how you can actually help them out and get them either better coverage or a better price, or maybe even you tell them that actually we can't beat it, but like you'll know what you're sort of up against and, uh, and you'll be able to tailor to, the, uh, to your prospect how you can uh, improve their situation. And so I, I'd say that that's the kind of killer combination that that we find our customers love the most. It's not only helping them win more business and improve their staff's productivity, uh, but also win, you know, uh, but also you know, provide a best-in-class experience to their own prospects. So it makes them look really good and, and really you know tech-forward as well. Yeah,
0: I would also say another thing that I I dealt with was you know I, I never would know what this prospects current premium was or what their increase was and so if they just got their increase there's a reason why they're shopping you know they may have got an increase or something i imagine this one click shows you that as well like their increase or what their current
1: yeah and you know it's better for both parties right because you, you're you're able to tell them like oh i see you're paying you know x for these coverages right it's just it's just a better conversation And, and, and then when you're, when you're actually pitching to them about how you can help them, you know, get from point A to point B and what you can do better for them than what they currently have, it's just an informed conversation. You know, you're not dancing around, you know, trying to, you know, if you ask somebody what they're paying, they're, they're very not inclined to tell you the the (laughs) right price, but that might, that, that probably doesn't even affect what you could do for them anyway. Right. So there's really no point to that dance around. And and you know, with with that information coming directly from the source, you can say, hey, I I can actually save you money or get you better coverages or both.
0: Now, do you do you foresee yourself moving forward, integrating with management systems and agencies so that information could be emailed to them or go straight to their carrier or their management system?
1: Yeah, definitely, and that's that's actually something that'd that's be huge. yeah, yeah. I, I'm super excited about that. It's actually one of our near term milestones. Um, so we're, we're actually going to be, start, quite soon, we're going to be starting to integrate directly into the CRMs and the Raiders and the AMSs. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, we're on track to, to release our external API quite soon. Um, and yeah. then the data will be get plugged in directly to where it needs to go, which is really, you know, a big part of our mission is to not only help individuals securely and instantly get their information over to the agency that they're talking with, but also for that data to get plugged directly into where it needs to go, so that there doesn't need to be data entry happening, because nobody loves manually data, you know, doing da- data entry, right? Um, there's a million other better ways to spend your time. So we really want to. We're really excited about doing away with that, and then just having the data plugged directly into where it needs to go, and it'll just come up, come up right in your radar and your CRM and your AMS. And I think that's that's really kind of that's the milestone that I'm actually most excited for us to hit pretty soon.
0: Wait, 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 back up. So you blew my mind on this. So wait, you're going to be able to go straight into the raider and take away those data keystrokes to be able to put that information straight in there. So the one click might end up either being a second click or the same one click could get them a quote too within
1: a time period. That's the goal. Yeah, that's That's, what we're trying to do. Yeah. That's awesome. That that right there is huge.
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, it's something that all of our customer, even the small, the, the tiny agencies, and then all the way up to the larger ones, they all want, they all use their own systems, right? And and nobody likes doing data entry. We're able to, today, you know, the first step was, okay, let's solve the problem of actually instantly and securely retrieving the information and getting it um, to you. But then the next step is, okay, now that we have that information, let's plug it directly into where it needs to go. So that's something that virtually all of our customers wanna use. and. And they're, they're happy with it the way it is today because they're still going through so much pain to just get that information. That solving that, which what we do today, you know, that's a big enough deal. But, you know, really soon we're going to be able to plug that directly into your, your own systems and that'll, be kind of a, that'll just do away with any data entry that might otherwise happen. So I'm super excited about that and I know our customers are too. I can't wait to launch it.
0: Man, that's super cool. Now I wanted to give you just a second to, to brag on yourself a minute, because when I talked to you last time, it was even this week you were bringing on new staff and you're growing <laughs> internally within yourself that's cool
1: yeah it's 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 been amazing you know uh it it took a while to be honest you know i I spent a lot of time looking for the right people to to join us you know we we closed a seed round with in my opinion, the best investors that we could possibly have wanted for this company um, you know we 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 have fantastic investors um, who you know world-class people who who, uh, who are on this journey with us and um, that that's allowed us to ramp up our hiring efforts and it, it took me a while to find people because I was not only looking for people who are competent at what they needed to do but also good people you know like the, you want to build a company with people that you want that, to that you actually really enjoy being around because You know, there's, there's a lot of, you know, ups and downs as you as you build out a company and you and the people, the right people can make all that worth it. So it took me a while to to get to a place where, you know, I felt really comfortable, you know, extending these offers to, you know, these engineers. And, but yeah, I mean, did that and and, uh, they're going to be joining us quite soon. I'm super, super thrilled about that. Our team is growing. And that just means we'll be able to hit our milestones even faster and delight our customers more and continue to scale. So I I'm super excited about that. Um, And, uh, but yeah, if anybody wants to talk about, you know, hiring talent and and how to, you know, evaluate people, I'm happy to chat about that too. It's been, it's been quite an experience, Uh, but I'm, yeah, I'm just really excited about that as well. Man, that is
0: super cool. And I'm very proud of you as I've gotten to know you the last, I guess, half a year, however long it's been. It's been a really cool journey to watch you through that and to see where you're at and what you're doing now from this dream that you had and helping people. And I love how you say delighting your customers. You said that a couple of times, it's really cool. But to see that progression of where you've come from the very first mastermind we did or whatever that was months and months ago to now where we're at, I'm very proud of you, super cool. Uh, so, you know, anything else that you wanna share with the audience before we start the wrap up process? What is there anything else you wanna share about Canopy, about, uh, you know, anything? Um, I would, you know, before we get in my last question.
1: Yeah, I think um, I w- definitely, if if you're if you struggle with getting information from your prospects, like you struggle getting declarations, pages, or or claims history, or whatever other information you need from your customer, definitely check us out. We might be a good fit for you. If you're not, I'm I'm not gonna, you know, that's totally fine too. Um, we're, but I would say definitely check us out if you're looking to, you know, reduce your information collection process to a one-click experience. Anything else you want to share while you're on a roll? Um, <laughs> I, might, I might be all talked out at this point. I, I think, you know, uh, Good for you. I, I, I'm really passionate. I, I really am passionate about this whole concept that there's so much information available about us online and how can we give more value and convenience to consumers out of that. And that's yeah. applicable to not only the insurance industry, but, Virtually every industry, and I think um, you know, I think companies that are starting to embrace these solutions that allow that information to move around more seamlessly, and and they you know they automate a lot of it now, they they can win a lot of business. It, you know, I know COVID-19 has definitely shaken up a lot of things for people, but if you take a look at the mortgage industry, for instance, they are crushing it from refis and you know the all-time low mortgage rates that they're seeing in the United States. I guess like a last thing I would say is this is a great time to get referrals from realtors and, and and mortgage brokers and so on. I know most agencies do that, but if you're not already doing that today and you're struggling to get leads, that's probably a really great thing to explore right now because we have this window. I don't know how long it's going to last, maybe six to eight months. Um, you know, as COVID nineteen keeps shaking things up and the mortgage rates are really low, but yeah, that's definitely um, you know, a category that I would take a look at too. And I know a lot of people already do get referrals from mortgage brokers, but, uh, if you're not, and you're struggling to, you know, get leads building those relationships right now, it's a great time to do that.
0: Yeah, I I think you're right. And I I agree with that. And mortgage rates are ridiculously low right now. So there's a lot of people moving and shopping and that's good so do me a favor um why don't you give out some of your contact info and people that want to follow up with you let's do that um, you know give maybe your email or a, a phone number or you know some way of getting in touch with you and um you know if you want to talk about you know the social platforms you're on whatever i want people i want people to be able to find you
1: yeah for sure um definitely feel free to shoot me an email my email is tolga at usecanopy.com so T as in tiger, O L G as in giraffe, A at usecanopy.com. Um, or just check us out at our, at our website, usecanopy.com. That's U S E C A N O P Y.com. And uh, if you know, there's a Facebook Messenger thing right there, so you can just message and that goes directly to me um, if you want to reach out to me from the website. Um, so yeah, definitely check us out, Th- that, those are probably the, the two best ways to you know, to reach us. Um, and, uh, and Heath, we're, we also have a, a referral link um, that we're setting up for you. Um, it's, so if people sign up through Heath's referral link, uh, we'll actually give them a discount on their first month. And uh, So definitely check that out if you're interested in, in signing up. If you're not interested in signing up yet, you want to get to know us more, Go to our website, um, you can click schedule a demo and, and that'll book time directly on my calendar so we can have a chat and I can we can talk about if we might be a good fit for your business. Uh, but yeah, uh, Heath, for, for your audience, um, anybody that wants to sign up and, and get started with us, um, you can visit app.usecanopy.com slash Heath. So app.usecanopy.com slash Um, And if you visit there and you sign up through there, you'll get a a discount on your first month. um, Thanks to your boy, Heath. Man, that's awesome.
0: I really appreciate that. And what what I'd like to do on top of that, uh, this might be terrible uh, podcast, but uh, why don't we do this? Uh, I think it'd be cool if we set up A a Zoom call, me and you, and anybody that wants to jump on. So if you're listening to this, you know if you haven't already gone to my Facebook business page and liked it and paid attention to that, do that. And I'll post a link on there. What do you think, Toga? We could do a live demo, couldn't we? Yeah,
1: I love that. It's that that would be a ton of fun. Yeah. So and
0: again, for those who're listening, you have probably already been on, but I've already hosted two of these with Toga, and again, we've already created fans. So I'd love for more of you to find out more about Tolga uh, because uh, I think you're really going to be fascinated. And now these announced this huge announcement about going to integrate eventually with the management systems and with Raiders. You got to jump in here now. Um, And so he can, we can talk about pricing programs. We can go through a live demo. We'll do all of that. So be looking out on my Facebook page and I'll send out an email and we'll get that going and we'll try to set up something soon. Again, you know, if you're listening to this two years from now, it may be difficult, but uh, that'd be a whole better problem we'll deal with then. But if you're listening to this this week, be paying attention. Whoa, be paying attention to my Facebook page, and we'll put that out there, and I'll send an
1: email. I think that'd be super cool. Yeah, it'd be a lot of fun, Heath. Definitely, you know, I think yeah. it's Listen. fun doing these demos with a bunch of people in there because you know people ask questions, and sometimes yeah. people ask questions that other people are wondering. So yeah, it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, that'd be awesome. We'll do that uh again maybe terrible podcast for him, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see what happens um i'm gonna make sure though that uh you can get a hold of my buddy here so um, you know i've always thought that you know southern hospitality and you know people in the south are super nice and wonderful but you canadians are pretty nice yourselves man i, I think it's awesome i know you live here in the states now but you know if you want to talk to just a good old guy man, mean uh it's gazette so I appreciate our friendship. I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate everything. You know, this has been awesome.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been awesome working with you too, Heath. And yeah, I'm so excited for how well your podcast is growing. Um, I mean, thank you. People you. who are listening, you know, check, uh, you know, keep listening to Heath's podcast. It's growing really quickly. And, uh, and yeah, I'm super, super excited about that. Yeah, man. Thank you
0: so much. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, Heath. Thank you guys so much for checking out my conversation today with Mr. Tolkien to Pretty cool stuff, huh? Yeah, I am super pumped uh, about this relationship moving forward. I'm excited about the Zoom call we're going to do. I'm excited about the web link you set up for my listeners. That's pretty cool. We can get a discount on what's going on. You know, I really think the listeners like that. Um, So keep checking that out. Uh, Go to our Facebook page and look for the updates and look for the times and the the dates of when we're going to do these Zoom calls. I really think it's going to add a lot of value to you. Just like every week, I hope that the content we put out brings value to your day. This podcast has been produced and edited by my man Ryan over at Ready, Set, Podcast. If you've got a great idea for a podcast or even thinking about a great idea for a podcast, it's not a bad idea to reach out to Ryan His web address is GetReadySetPodcast.com. You can find him on Facebook or Instagram. Ready Set Podcast, turning your brilliant idea into a reality. Thanks again, guys, and I look forward to visiting with you again next week.